the sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden? Or are you still trying to figure it out? Totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine, and it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. Hello and welcome to the Herbalist Path, a podcast where you'll discover how to make your own herbal remedies at home so that you can take better care of yourself, better care of your family, and better care of our planet. I'm Mel. I'm a clinical herbalist, environmental educator, and mountain living mama with this crazy passion for teaching more mamas and their little loves how to use plants as medicine in a safe, effective, and tasty way so that there can be an herbalist in every home again. It's an absolute honor to have you on the journey down the herbalist path with me so that together we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Herbalist Path. I thought today, since we're heading into back to school season and we're about to hit that total change of... Uh, what do we call them? Schedule? Structure? Life? I guess you could call it all of those things all in one. I know some of you out there might already have started back to school season. Some of you are homeschoolers like me, or maybe you're around where I live. We don't start school until September. So it's always funny to me when I see people that are like, oh, it's already back to school in August. And I'm like, but wait, summer's just started. But anyways, I wanted to create this episode and just talk about some ways we can use herbs and, of of course, other little lifestyle tips and tricks to just support our kids and us, really, as we head into this transition, especially when it's like, if you guys are like me, my kid is up late in the summertime. She's partying like a 10-year-old should and running and playing and going really hard, and she gets to sleep in in the morning. And then even as homeschoolers, as that season turns around, we have to start getting up earlier. So what can we do to support our kiddos and why do we need to support our kiddos and their sleep health? Really, it's because it's imperative to their physical health, their emotional health, their growth patterns, their brain development. 
Letting them get proper sleep is going to allow them to be able to focus and pay attention to what they're learning. It's also going to drastically improve their mood regulation. I don't know about you, but I know I tend to get a bit cranky when I'm sleepy. And of course, our kiddos do that as well. So if we can support them and make some changes in life to transition into that back to school world, it can make a huge amount of difference. And yes, of course, we're going to talk about herbs here in a minute, but I just wanted to give some general like things you can start doing in your family to making this transition and simple things like just starting to adjust the bedtime now and the wake up time now. So shifting 15 minutes every few days until it's starting to get into a nice, excuse me, a nice rhythm for everybody. So 15 minutes earlier to bed, 15 minutes up earlier, do that for a few days and then take another 15 minutes for more days until you get to the right time and the right pace, right? Another thing that can be really helpful is just making sure that you are seeing natural light in the morning. So that's just going to help reset our internal clocks. And you might want to consider like, can you get out the door for a morning walk and embrace that daylight? Can you open up the windows and let some natural light inside? That can really help a lot. And then there is so much we can do when it comes to evening time, especially this one I'm so guilty of for myself and for my child, but just limiting screen time in the evening because that blue light we all know can interfere with the natural production of our melatonin and make it much more challenging to sleep. So you know, limiting screen time after a certain hour could be really, really helpful. Creating a nice, peaceful, calm evening environment that's dark and maybe has like light, you know, candles and just a peaceful environment that might inspire rest can be really, really great. And then if you can stay consistent, that is really, really going to help your kiddos and just reinforce the whole circadian rhythm and make your life easier when it comes to that morning wake up struggle. It's definitely a struggle for me. Um, I don't like to wake up personally. I am a late night person. So having to adapt that for my own body and also for my child makes it an extra struggle. But I do know that these things can help. And of course, there are quite a few herbs that we can turn to that can be helpful as we are shifting into the change of sleeping patterns and back to school, right? So I think the first one, it's probably the one that everybody thinks of right away. And it's an herb I love so much. My daughter loves it too. But chamomile, you know, it, it, its biggest claim to fame, let's not joke around, is to calm and soothe and make somebody want to go to sleep, which it's great at. It is a nerving herb. And that's what we're going to be talking about is nerving herbs. These are herbs that act on the nervous system. We are looking for sedating nerving herbs as opposed to the stimulating ones like caffeine or coffee or green or black tea or things like that. So chamomile is a slightly 
sedating nerving and a simple cup of chamomile tea in the evening can be absolutely wonderful. A challenge we can have with teas though, even though I'll be talking about a few in this episode, but so you're going to bed, right? And tea is water-based and you're going to bed and you're, you might want to get up and have to go pee multiple times throughout the night. So you can also consider other ways to get these herbs into the body. Like chamomile can be really nice infused into a honey and just maybe have some apple slices with honey and chamomile infused in there for dessert would be a lovely way to get that calming herb on board, among several other great ways that I'll talk about throughout some of the other herbs we're going to talk about. Of course, we know lavender. Speaking of other herbs, lavender is lovely and certainly induces a state of calm and peace and relaxation. You could certainly add it to a tea or a honey or a glycerite. Um, I personally am not a huge fan of a lot of lavender inside of a tea because it is just very, very strongly floral and fragrant. So for me, while I love to smell lavender, I don't necessarily love to taste it. But you could take like lavender and chamomile in that honey and maybe make some warm coconut milk or warm milk of whatever kind you like. That would be really lovely. And you can also do like a sleeping pillow sachet with chamomile and hops. We'll talk about hops here in a minute um, and lavender inside of it. That would be lovely. And then just let your kiddos sleep with that little pillow. Or maybe if you're really crafty, you could make a new stuffy for them and stuff it full of these herbs. And that would be absolutely wonderful. I... I'm not usually one to talk a lot about essential oils on this uh, podcast because I really like whole plant medicine um, for a whole variety of reasons I won't even get into right now. But I do really appreciate lavender essential oil when it comes time to want to promote some sleepy time for kiddos. Another one that's nice and gentle and is generally pretty tasty to most kiddos would be lemon balm. It's a mild sedative. It is a relaxant. It is going to help just reduce stress and anxiety if there's any of that going on for your kiddos and just make them feel a sense of calm among like a ton of other amazing medicinal benefits this lemon balm has for children. Um, But it is very specific to help with insomnia. So that can be super duper helpful, especially if you pair it with the right other plant friends that can be super, super fun. Um, one plant friend I would not pair lemon balm with, but I would certainly suggest when it comes time to relax and find that state of peace is passion flower. I love passion flower. It is quite a wonderful nerving. And for me, it can make me fall asleep really, really quickly. Other people may need to take a large amount of passion flower, But for some reason, it just hits me just perfectly. And I basically get like instant sedative effects from it. I'm like, oh, passion flower, sweet, good night. (laughs) It's really, really nice for me. And I can just take a tincture of it. I do the fresh leaves and flowers. If you can, you can do those in a tincture. Um, You could do them dried as well. Of course, it's going to be a different process for that. You can also have passion flower in a tea if you like. But then we run into that whole problem of like, oh, it's bedtime and it's time to 
go to sleep, but now I've got to pee all night. So what am I going to do? <laughs> a little of both, maybe. You can hopefully be sleepy enough that you can wake up and kind of do that zombie trip to the bathroom or your kiddos can. That might be nice. So. Um, another herb that is really, really helpful and I love for kiddos when it comes time for sleepy time is California poppy. And it is really, really wonderful and just going to do a great job of helping kids and adults alike just find that calm and be able to sleep quite solidly, which is obviously really, really nice. California poppy, it's so beautiful and it can be so abundant in so many places. Um, I love it when it's in a super bloom and I get to see all those photos. It's just absolutely stunning. But you do want to be aware of like dry California poppy because it'll start to decrease in its medicinal potency after about three months or so. So ideally, you're able to gather some of it fresh or support another herbalist that has been able to gather it fresh and make a tincture or a glyceride out of it. That's always so fantastic. And the kiddos are really going to love a glyceride of California poppy because it's going to be sweeter. So long as you make it right and, you know, you're not introducing mold and any of that kind of stuff. So um, that could be a really, really great ally to have on hand. And then another one that maybe you think of, maybe you wouldn't, but it is a very, very, very popular plant among so many adults. Um, hops. Hops, the same stuff that goes into beer, are really, really wonderful for their sedative effects. Actually, I believe that is why beer was created with hops, was to calm the maniacs down a little bit. So that uh, can be another great ally. The problem with hops is it is very bitter. So if you think like a super hoppy IPA, I find them to be absolutely repulsive. Some people absolutely love them. There's no doubt about it. They are extremely bitter, though, and you will taste that bitterness if you try it in a tea, like good luck covering up hops tea. So that's another one that I would want to do as a glycerite if I were giving it to kiddos, because it's even as that sweet syrupy glycerite is so lovely, it's... um it's still going to be bitter with hops. <laughs> so you could also consider like having hop, hops capsuled or something like that if your kiddos are just refusing. Uh, this is another case where honey can be really, really beneficial. A lot easier to get your kiddos to take the hops and to chillax to the max. So yeah, just getting in those habits creating those routines, finding your herbal allies that work well for you and for your kiddos. If you want to start having like herbal tea time in the evening, maybe like right after dinner, you have some nice tea and you put some chamomile and some lemon balm and maybe some passion flower in there. That could be a lovely ritual to get into, especially if you bring about some other calming activities and you're not sitting in front of the screen. Maybe if you guys meditate together, that's a great time to do that or do some calming stretches or yoga or something like that in the evening. 
it's still actually we're heading into like the hottest days of the year here in Oregon. So you could even incorporate some of these herbs into popsicles and make that dessert. But yet it's this calming dessert that's filled with nourishing foods and berries and greens and things like that. That could be a really, really great way to get these herbs into your kiddos and to just support the transition into the back to school season and making sure that sleeping happens not at 11 o'clock at night, but maybe eight or whatever bedtime is for you guys in your family. So Hopefully, this quick little episode and these little tips are helpful for you, especially if your kiddos struggle with sleep or you struggle with sleep. If it was helpful for you, I would love to hear back from you um, what your thoughts are on some of these herbs or if you have used them yet or not. And if you think somebody else needs to hear this episode, please, please share it with them so we can make herbalism spread like wildfire flowers. And thank you again for tuning in to another episode on the Herbalist Path. I hope you have an absolutely magnificent week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Herbalist Path. Being on this journey with you is absolutely incredible. If you dig this episode, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast player and share it with your friends so that together we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. On another note, I must mention that while I know you're getting some good info here, it's important to remember that this podcast is purely for entertainment and educational purposes and is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. While the information in this podcast is absolutely relevant, herbs work differently for each person and each condition. That's why I recommend you work with a qualified practitioner, whether that be another herbalist, a naturopath, or your doctor. So thank you again. I am truly Truly honored that you're tuning into these episodes and on the path with me to make sure that there's an herbalist in every home again. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends so that we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. I wanted to take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days, if you didn't know already. And with great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways when they're well-made. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust. For me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness. And this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. 
Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new Mycolites. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids because they're Mycolites. Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now. 